0: Well, welcome to the True Love is Within podcast. I'm your host, Barrett Hadeen. This podcast is an opportunity to shift into love using intuition, insight, and compassion. We'll be using the healing technique, the witness energy healing, and we'll be working with my friend and client, Trish, uh, but knowing that the healing that unfolds on the call today is for everyone who's hearing it, in addition to, to Trish herself. So I just wanted to say hello and, and uh uh how are you, Trish?
1: Um hi, good morning. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing very well. I've been sleeping a bit better, um trying a new remedy protocol kind of thing and um I feel encouraged. Um uh, yeah, things are things are I think going well.
0: Nice, nice. Well, we're gonna just kind of go deeper into all of this and uh, support you and your in your unfolding in your life. So, um, yeah, let's see where we want to start today. Why don't we um why don't we just kind of jump right into a little bit of a reading here and okay. and then we'll, we'll just go with the flow. So, um. Right off the bat, as I start to tune in to the energy here, um, there's a feeling of uh, opening and healing and the connection to the heart chakra so as i as I tune in, I'm just going to keep naming the feelings and the senses that are connected to this so there's there's this feeling of a general opening and and uh stepping into more connection but it also feels like there's a little bit of of some old fear energy that's connected to this too so um since it's in the heart area first impulse i get is that it, there's some connection here to romantic energies um but the other piece that i think is also here is is connected to close relationships family Connections and things like that. So it's probably the case that, that this issue, this healing that we're going to uh, be working on today is actually in, in both the different categories. Um, and the healing that we'll do is probably going to be helpful in both those areas, too. So... Yeah, so I think we're going to start a little bit more on the romantic side of things. You know, this has been kind of uh, a topic that we we revisit every every so often. Um, so as we're as we're kind of exploring this a little bit more, just wanted to check in with you too around this area, and if there's anything that you want to share, anything going on in this topic.
1: Well. Um... <clears throat> I, um, you know, what you're saying resonates. I I haven't, I have felt more of an opening. In fact, I've been feeling kind of like a wonder, kind of a wondering and an opening and a welcoming feeling. Um, But not, I mean, I haven't met anybody. Um, I think my cousin, occasionally she brings people to different gatherings and, you know, could be a possible match up, So there was one follow. So I kind of just imagined, you know, maybe that was a thread and just, um, as opposed to feeling, no, I just, you know, started feeling, well, you know, all things are possibilities. And, um, so, and that, that was different and that felt good. Um, that was maybe, gosh, that was like eight or nine months ago. That was a while back, but still, um, that, what kind of came to
0: me um yeah and and i think starting with that that energy that perspective is good i think as we're naming it here we're just going to support you and i guess go into a deeper level of it right so this welcoming energy like you're like you're expressing is it feels really nice it feels um it feels good to have that openness Um, one of the the feelings that's here as you're talking is sort of like, uh, well, when is, when is this going to turn into the actual connection? When am I going to meet this person? When are we going to, you know, when's it going to go from, from the energetic level into something more? And so this, this feels like it's sort of tied into that, that layer of fear that I was mentioning already and we're going to explore that and see what's connected to that. So mm-hmm. even though the the big energy here is a yes and it is this welcoming kind of encouraging feeling the um, the fear really feels like it, it sort of has the opposite message, right? The fear has this message of uncertainty, uh, hesitation, Um, distancing these sorts of these sorts of uh, feelings and ideas so as usual when these sorts of feelings come up on a healing call it's our our work with them is to help them be witnessed so that they can melt and be released and there's already the beginning of that that's starting to happen just by naming it but we're going to we're just going to follow it a little bit more and see where this goes so the next energy that comes up as as we're going this direction is the feeling connected to shame okay and this actually taps into it feels like um sort of a bigger topic that I don't know if we've gone into before, um, but it's this general topic of shame in connection to romantic partnerships, um, and yeah, 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 and the energy of shame in connection with being with someone or not being with someone. Um, you know, it's something that that we sort of culturally have had for a very long time and, and in a lot of different ways. Uh, so this has the feeling of connecting back to another lifetime here. Um, and, and the energy though is also fairly present. So I'm just going to name a little bit more about the other lifetime that's coming up in connection to this. So, the feeling that's coming forward is love kind of blossoming and blooming between you and someone in uh, in a time and place when uh, this feels like it was an interracial connection and it was a time and a place where that was strongly, strongly, um, you know, viewed as a bad thing. And um, there's sort of this feeling like you you can't help what's in your heart. Um, But also at the same time, knowing that sort of like the the quote unquote price to pay for really going for this relationship was probably going to be getting kicked out of your family, getting kicked out of of your whole uh, culture uh, and being sort of like, someone who lived on the edge of society Um, and and knowing this because it had happened to someone else uh, in your, in your village, in your your place where you were living. And there's sort of like this heaviness in your heart over having to make that sort of choice Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, going with the romantic love that you had or maintaining the, the lifelong connections that, that you had in your family and and in your community. So I think in that lifetime, you, you did choose the love. You chose the romantic love. And you did go through this severe ostracizing that you were afraid uh, would, would unfold. And this is the connection of, of the shame to the romance. Um, and obviously from our perspective, it seems kind of silly that that someone would have to go through something like that. Um, but it was, it was the kind of dynamic that was, you know, it it happened and and people (laughs) lived through it and because this was a previous lifetime of yours on a soul level, there's there's an energy here that I would describe as the opposite of that open and welcoming energy that you were naming uh, right up front. It's a feeling of sheltering, uh, kind of staying back in the shadows, um, afraid, afraid of the possibility of connecting with someone so deeply that would have such a strong penalty associated with it. And now, I don't think that you're going to have any of these sorts of penalties in this lifetime, uh, or whoever it is that's coming to connect with you. But I think it is possible that, that the person that is coming to you is the same soul that you have Ooh. this, this huh. really intense connection but also challenge uh, around being in connection with them so this energy of i don't want to make a choice but if i have to i'll choose you um so again as this is all being named there's an undoing energy here too there's a healing energy that's happening we're just going to stay with it because there's, this one goes fairly deep and, and there's, there's a, a deeper piece to this one too. So as we're looking at this, Trish, just wanting to check in with you and, and hear what, uh, what's coming up as we're talking about this.
2: Well, it's, it is very deep and
1: it's almost hard to say words at the moment, but, um, I think the naming of shame is, is is accurate, and I have felt it in this life. I think um, just because you know things haven't worked out, and 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 I'm, I'm married, and it's a cultural kind of thing. Although I've you know I've certainly, I mean it's it's like yeah my back and forth around it, and then peacefulness and not peacefulness, and um, when you name the the um the fact that uh the possibility that it would be the same soul coming back, I felt it really deeply um a really deep kind of um you know within my body almost <clears throat> and i and this week, I had a dream about um a college boyfriend that it was you know I had been warned in a dream. But I didn't have a context really to follow, although I knew I should. I, I was only like 19 or 20, and this dream was about him, and it was the same sort of really deep connection, but it didn't work out, and and I was wondering why I was dreaming about him. Um, I don't dream about him very much at all. What it might mean, I don't know. It's all, it's all kind of mixed up, but I think part of the shame is, is around family, and uh, I think there's been a fear on my part that, that my next partner will be definitely, you know, grounded in, in spirituality. And, and and my family doesn't, you know, they kind of tolerate it with me. I don't talk up that much. And, and so I think that's just a fear um, of being grounded in our spirituality and then living the spirituality, having a role in spirituality and becoming more known. Um. Those are fears, and
2: um, um. And I I have worked with it, so I
1: kind of recognize it, but it is, you know, yeah. So that's that's kind of what I have to say here in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's deep. It's deep. Uh, it brings up ideas of persecution and past lives, maybe. And I mean, I know it's not necessarily rational, but. Um yeah. Yeah. And so I don't think my family doesn't really think that I can have a relationship like there's something, you know, inherently um wrong, you know, mental illness or something. <laughs> you know. There's there's something wrong. And that's okay, we'll love her, but there's just something wrong. <laughs> and and you know, that that's kind of how it is and, and we all accept it kind of thing, you know. So and and then I would be under so much view. I think that's the other part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would be viewed. Yeah, all the ups and downs that come, you know, in and, and relationship starting. And...
0: Yeah, and as we've <clears throat> talked about on some of the other calls, you you are really pretty ready for this. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: You know, you you've shifted through so many of the different pieces in connection to to opening into this and, and finding readiness, letting go of old dynamics, old beliefs around this, you know, ways that you may have felt that it wasn't okay. And this is just another layer of that, right? So this is in connection yeah. to family and what, what they would think, what, what they would feel, how they would perceive this. And, uh, there's a real strong connection back to this past life. So, um, I'm going to kind of look a little bit more fully at this past life as a way just to help the energy keep moving through. Okay. So, as you just named, you know, one of the, the fears here is a fear of being seen. And that was really intense in that past life because in the beginning, you did try to have this relationship be covert because you didn't want to give up, you didn't want to lose your family or your connection or the or the depth of of your you know compassion for that. Um, but you just didn't see any way to be public with with your love and keep them and you know. You were right in, in that lifetime that, that was how it was going to unfold once this became known, and because there's there's this energy around this again, just feeling really strongly as as we both have named here that that this is a past life that that you've had with with a man that you're going to meet um a lot of the emotions connected to this are are just here and they're showing up Mm -hmm. in this specific way because it's a reflection of this old deep pain. Mm -hmm. And the good news is that this pain can shift, this pain can release. And as we're talking about it, it's already uh, moving through this process and we're just going to help it along as much as it's ready to heal today. And I get the sense that this one may continue to heal even after the call today. There's this feeling of multiple layers and, and really a very deep readiness on a soul level to undo this old feeling, this old dynamic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So one of the things that there's sort of a pride at in connection to this is that you did stand up for what was right. In that lifetime, you you did, you know, choose that loving romantic relationship over the real, you know, racist ideas uh, in your society at that time. Mm -hmm. And every time there's been, you know, a big cultural shift around ideas like this, it's happened because of those kinds of stamps, right? It's happened because someone stood up for what was right and what was true. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of those people also suffered a lot of consequences for standing up for what was right. And again, I, I don't get the sense that there, there really is much of a price to pay this time, but the fear around it is, is really there. And
1: uh-huh.
0: like you said, there's a fear. Well, what are they going to think? Is it going to affect your relationships with them? Um, if you don't fit their idea of what you should be, what what will happen because of that? So, again, these are all sort of energies or questions that were in that past life as well as are present here or now. And as we're naming them, it's sort of like we're, we're welcoming in some oxygen into a room that was <laughs> sort of airtight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it's already starting to get a little easier to breathe. It's starting to get a yeah. little bit smoother to to be with with what's going on here. Um, all right, and we're just going to go back to that past life story a little bit more fully because it's going to help with the shift. So, in that lifetime, seeing you as light skinned. Woman, and I'm seeing the person you you fell in love with as a dark-skinned man. Um, it sort of ties me into you know the U.S. And, and where we were you know 50 or 70 years ago on this issue. Um, there, there was that movie. I think it was something like. Who's Coming to Dinner, or something like that.
2: <laughs> and, uh, it
0: was sort of a groundbreaking movie that, that exposed prejudice and it sort of really helped to, to break uh, through some of these, these racist ideas that were in society at the time and are still here now in different ways. So, um,
3: let's see.
0: okay so there's there's sort of like multiple layers of of healing that are happening here right now. There's the soul level healing around this issue and the softening and the the you know melting of the worry around this, but as we're doing this healing, we're actually plugging into a deeper level of healing. And it's really that level of societal healing of racist ideas. And obviously over the decades, you can see how culture shifts within one society. You can see our story here in the U.S. and the ways that things have gotten better and, and still see the ways that we're still falling short and, and have more progress to go and we can look at other countries and see how they're basically at different parts on that journey that they might be still struggling more intensely with some of these racist ideas and <laughs> and we can look back through history at, at at any culture who's gone through issues with this and see how there's there's sort of a an unfolding that takes place where there's a reckoning and and people of goodwill start to see how their ideas that they've been basically kind of you know culturally trained to think are are wrong and and they they individually start making different choices they realize that just because they were taught something doesn't mean it's true Mm -hmm. and and as as people do this in greater and greater numbers this becomes a societal shift and so it's like this healing work that we're doing here in this moment is basically healing both at the individual level, some of these fears, and um, and it is facilitating on a holographic level this, this bigger change, too, for our society as we're going through it now, for our world as a whole, and even for different shifts that are happening in different periods in time. Healing doesn't... Oh doesn't happen just in the here and now, which is really how these past life healing uh, sessions that we, we do work because they're not really limited to, to this moment in time and space. And, and they help us to see that uh, the time is not quite what it seems. And that yeah. ultimately yeah. all time is happening in this moment. And because of that, we can shift anything that's ever happened. So as, as I'm naming all this and as we're holding space for all this, there's still sort of like a feeling in this moment of holding our breath. And it's, it's sort of like the, that couple maybe who in that movie, they, they kind of, we're, we're broaching a, a topic that was fairly taboo. And there's this hope that it's going to go better and this fear that it's going to go worse. And this is the energy that's here. It's sort of like, I'm not sure which avenue we're going to go down, uh-huh. but will it be okay? Uh-huh. And as you named the way that that's showing up in your life now is, well, what will it mean if you're with someone who's really spiritual and that actually comes up in conversation, which is not something that that happens a whole lot um, when you're just with your family. And it's sort of like, which way is it going to go? Is this going to go okay? And they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, it's not my thing, but, you know, hey, whatever makes you happy. (laughs) Or is there going to be some sort of, you know, pulling back energy? And again, I don't really get any sort of, Bad outcome here for you um, with, with, with this possibility. Um, but in, in a sense, what we're shifting here really is your ideas about what could unfold. Yes, yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Um,
0: and that the fears are really about an idea of, of what might happen and, and the, the possible consequences of that. And the shift here is into okay, well, I can be at peace here in this moment. I still don't even know what's going to unfold in the future. But right here and right now, I'm okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it really opens it up. Um, when you think about it on a holographic
2: way, it. it um, It expands
1: it just in a really beautiful way, so really it is okay, however it unfolds, <laughs>
0: yeah. you know
1: it just is you
0: know it just is uh, well. and and in a way, what we're doing here today is we're taking that thought, which is you know an idea that you've intellectually had and 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 probably has been the dominant thought, and we're just helping that that idea go deeper into your the depth of who you are mm-hmm. um, and that helps you to navigate these circumstances whatever they might be and uh helps you to to just step through them you know easily and maybe even playfully uh, in a way that maybe you didn't even know you could do but that mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that avenue is all of a sudden there because you just know it's okay.
3: So, yeah,
0: there's still one more piece that wants to come forward around this. And it's it's going back to that past life, too, where it became really clear that you basically had to choose. You had to choose between your family origin and your community or you had to choose between being with this man who you love. And the realization when it, when it really hits you fully um, was awful. Right? I mean, this oh, yeah. is mm-hmm. sort of like that Sophie's Choice kind of feeling um, that there's no optimal outcome. You know, it's, it's sort of like which outcome is less bad and sometimes this world gives us these sorts of situations which feel really upsetting and challenging and as we hold space for that intense upset that you felt, that real sort of like soul tearing um, kind of feeling we also know that in this circumstance, it's, it's not going to unfold like that. And, and it's not going to be that kind of, um, mm-hmm. sense of sacrifice that, that you went through in that other incarnation. So there's just a, a very smooth and calm energy of sort of, um, cleansing this, this dynamic. Of, of pain and upset and and there's a sense that we're not only helping you in this one lifetime but there's actually a large number of lifetimes where you've had choices like this sometimes mm-hmm. with big consequences like that lifetime that we're looking at other times with sort of smaller uh, you know, dynamics, but the pain may have been pretty intense uh-huh. around them too. Um, and as this energy is showing up and it's, it's starting to shift as we're looking at it, there's this realization that as we, as we go deeper and deeper on our spiritual path, we realize more and more that sacrifice is not real. That exactly. we've, never, yeah. we've never had to lose something in order to gain something true. Um, that this dynamic of one or another, one versus another, is really just a remnant of, of our deep ego idea of separation. And that really what we're doing on our healing journey is we're unplugging that whole thought system. We're releasing ourselves from the whole dynamic. And in so doing, we're coming to a place where it doesn't feel like we have to choose one part of ourselves versus another, one part of our heart versus another. Um, so, in a way, the real healing of, of the Sophie's Choice... Um, is basically kind of erasing the story, undoing the story itself and coming back to that state of pure love, which which is beyond all form, but which we can feel within these relationships and interactions that we have. So as we've been going through this healing work, the image that comes to me in connection to it is, is just seeing you taking it, someone else's hand. Okay. And to me, this is just a very clear symbol of this connection that's coming closer and closer to you. And again, just sort of clearing out the uncertainties or the fears as much as possible, even before the connection starts on the physical level. As a way to just help it to be as as helpful of a connection as it can be.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can feel those hands.
3: <laughs> mm. So
0: I just feel like today's call has been really about supporting you in this in this part of your journey and helping you to embrace that energy that's been coming in more and more. I think that it's um, it's only going to go deeper. And just to really emphasize that there's, there's truly nothing to fear here, but mm-hmm. if fear does come up or... If hesitation comes up as you're, you know, kind of thinking about this or or kind of even taking steps in this uh, part of your life, just to know that, again, as we talked about, that you really are okay, that it's all okay, and that there's, on the deepest level, there's really no cause for fear, and and just turning back to that deep truth um, supports us as we're walking through our life. And overall, the the sense I get here, Trish, is, is just excitement, right? That's sort of like mm-hmm. this happiness, this the celebration, I kind of get this feeling of like a spirit giving you a high five and uh, <laughs> congratulating you for your willingness to, to go through these parts of yourself, right? So, yeah. Everyone wants yeah. to look at this stuff, but the fact that yeah. you you're here and, and looking at this and working through this is is a real testament to you.
2: Thank you. Know, there is
1: yeah, you know, there's deep beauty. Um, even if it's painful at times, but there's a deep beauty to all of this and um and
2: I just
1: recently Got a CD of the whole chorus, and so then kind of, I think I'm going to start working with it in that way. And it's just, um, yeah, it all kind of, it all comes, it keeps coming together in different ways, and back to the undoing of the story in a way. But it's helpful to know the story to understand um, why you know I feel a certain way and why it persists. Um, yeah. So um, well, Thank you. I'm very grateful for this. You know, this is this is new. This I this these pieces
2: today are new. I
0: mean. Well, like a like a petal on un, uh, flower unfolding its petals. This this call has been just the flower continuing to open up even more. And uh, you're, you're right on track with all this work, Trish. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, this feels feels pretty complete here for us for today um, so I just want to end on a note of saying thank you trish I appreciate you you being here um, yeah you know, i think it's it's uh, it's a beautiful thing <laughs>
1: well you're very welcome you're very welcome yeah It's yeah, it's a good
0: day and it's a beautiful day. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, and I want to say thank you to everyone out there listening to this too. Uh, as I mentioned up front, the healing that's been unfolding on the call today is, is for all of us. And however much we can access it, we, we know that we are healing as one because that is what we are on the deepest level. We are all one together. Um, moving through the shadows to recognize the light that, that we've always been. So once again, this has been the true love is within podcast and I'm your host and healer Barrett Hedeen. You can access uh, the work that I do through my website, which is Barrett That's B A R R E T H E D E E N.com. I look forward to connecting with everyone again sometime soon. All right. Have a great day.